Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. You're listening to Golf Strategy School. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could have your questions answered by the best coaches from around the world? Well, now you can. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, bringing you elite-level instruction, one interview at a time. I'm your host, Marty Griffin. Hey, everybody. Marty back with you again. Happy New Year to everybody. Hopefully, your holiday season was awesome and you are ready to kick off your golf season right. Today, I wanted to talk about the three most impactful episodes of the podcast and how you can use them to really maximize your off-season time. I know when most people think about the off-season, their mind just immediately goes to fitness, especially at this time of year with New Year's resolutions and the such. Mike and Kyle from Superspeed Golf, they shared some incredible information about how to physically train for a more powerful swing and kind of the mental components that go with that. I know a lot of people don't like going to the gym, and frankly, neither do I. The coolest thing about the workout technique that Mike and Kyle have developed is that A, it draws on proven science that's used in other sports, and B, it doesn't actually require you to go to the gym and lift heavy things. So that's a win-win. They use a process that's called overspeed training to help golfers build their swing speed. It borrows from a technique that's most commonly used in baseball, where pitchers use a ball that's a different weight, not only to build their muscles, but to train their brain and their body how to throw faster. Now, what Mike and Kyle have are they have three differently weighted golf clubs, uh, two that are lighter than a driver and one that's actually heavier than a driver. And you swing them in order and then you finish with your actual driver. And the brain science here is really cool. They found that your brain will only let you swing as it only let you swing the club as fast as you can actually safely stop it. So by using the lighter clubs, your brain learns that it can actually swing faster and it's able to stop faster. Once you do those two lighter clubs, swinging then the heavier club gets your body used to moving a bigger, heavier object and it's more difficult for your body. So that way when you switch back to the driver, the combination of the two really lets you swing a lot faster. And they've seen immediate gains just from going through one training session like that between 5 and 7% swing speed just really from that mental component. You know, your brain learning that it actually can operate at that speed and safely stop. Uh, This has been successful for them with PGA players, with LPGA players using their stuff. Uh, There's actually an awesome little video that I'll stick in the show notes here of Billy Horschel on Twitter really getting his work in with uh, Super Speed Golf. And so that that was really cool. I mean, what more positive proof is there than seeing actual tour pros using it? Uh, I'll tell you that I even use Super Speed Golf as part of my training. 
if you want to get your own super speed golf equipment, you can use the uh, promo code golf strategy and get a 10% discount. Uh, golf strategy is all one word. And uh, I'll be totally transparent with you here. I do receive an affiliate commission. But like I said, this is something that that's really a game changer for a lot of people. It's used on PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, and it's in my bag too. So you know, I'm I'm not leading you down a, a path that I don't also walk. It's really impactful stuff. It really added a lot to my swing last year. I got it late in the season last year, and I was really able to have uh, a booming, for lack of a better word, fall in my golf season. The second podcast I wanted to talk about is that of Greg Liberto, the head coach, as he's called. Uh, I use a lot of the things that Greg shared in his podcast in my own mental game coaching, and there are really some awesome, truly foundational things that he teaches that are extremely easy to do, but for whatever reason, golfers tend to neglect them. I don't know why, uh, but you know, the biggest, in my opinion, out of all of these is to have a post-game routine. You know, everybody thinks about how they practice and how they warm up, but I know very, very few people who actually have a post-game routine. Uh, Greg's post-game routine really consists of three questions. Uh, the first question is, he wants you to think about three things that went really well on the golf course. He wants you to think about three things that didn't go well on the golf course. And he wants you to think about something that you can do immediately to get better next time. The first question, it gets you thinking positively about your game. You know, too many people neglect to do positive reflection about their abilities. It's so easy to jump to that negative conclusion. You automatically do it. Your brain's programmed to do it. But to take a moment and do that positive reflection about what the day has had and what you've done, it can be a huge, huge step in confidence building. Question two, asking you about what actually went wrong, it really gets into that self-analysis part that people tend to either skip or just not take seriously. You know, everybody thinks about the couple of strokes that they left out there. But with this, we're looking at three things that, that didn't go well. And it's not something to get down on yourself about but rather to use it to prepare for your upcoming practice sessions, you know, to actually take heed of what happened and to put that into action and make sure that you're taking care of that down the road. And then question three brings that kind of concept even more immediately forward, you know, getting right to the point of what is next on that agenda. Uh, I always like to think of picking the low-hanging fruit and getting that fixed right away. Um, you know, if it's something that's simple as, missing three footers and you just need to spend some time uh, working on some short putting routines or maybe checking that making sure you're square at address and that you're coming through straight with your putter path stuff like that you know get get something there that you can fix right away and make sure that it does get fixed because it's going to uh, you know it's going to make this part of your golf routine which is important and you start to manage your time better and then you get to the things that need fixing quicker. And so obviously, if you're fixing more problems, you're going to start stacking your successes and then become a better golfer in turn. Our third podcast, it was our first interview with George Roy. And now he shared some awesome practice routines to go through, but he taught us an all-time great lesson in how to set goals. Now, George's strategy is not to set a goal of a score but rather a series of small achievements that will add up to a score. We don't want to think about shooting a 79 and saying that, oh, I want to go 40-39. Because if we get off to a bad start, 
it's really easy to get discouraged, and then before you know it, you finished around shooting 95. On the flip side, if we were really setting the course on fire and we went out in 35, it would be really easy to take our foot off the gas pedal because we only need to shoot 44 then on the back nine to meet our goal. And be honest with me here. Would you be happy if you shot a 79 and your front side score was 35? No. You probably would have wanted to stay at or below par, really. So instead, we would set our goal as a specific number of fairways and greens in regulation and two putts. That way, when we follow George's method of goal setting, what we're doing is we're removing these kind of self-limiting beliefs because if you are under par on the front nine, subconsciously it just sinks in there that uh, I don't have to take it seriously or I've got I've got strokes to give. It's okay if I have a bogey here. But in reality, wouldn't you rather have a pair of 35s? Of course you would. So George's podcast is our third on our on our most impactful podcast. This all comes from a question from our Golf Strategy Academy members. And they were wondering, you know, if I had to pick just a couple podcasts to get really focused this year, what would they be? And these are the three. Getting, you know, getting your brain trained to let your body move quicker and better with super speed golf. Learning how to do some awesome post-game self-analysis with Greg Liberto's strategies. And then when you're on the course, making sure that you're setting those smart goals that you can stack and lead to those awesome scores rather than setting yourself up for something that might be disappointing instead. So if you're new to the show or if you just feel like taking golf more seriously this year, again, these are those podcasts that you know I would review if I were you, and it'll really help you get going on the right foot. So stay tuned for upcoming podcasts where I'll be answering questions submitted by our Golf Strategy Academy members. And hey, if you want to take your game more seriously this year, you can always join me and the other members in the Golf Strategy Academy. Uh, all you have to do is go to golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. That'll tell you all about the Golf Strategy Academy. You can sign up there. Uh, while the while the attendance is still manageable, uh, I do actually do coaching calls for free within the Academy for members. Uh, but as it continues to grow at some points, I will not be able to do that anymore. But uh, as we're going right now, I am still doing those. So if you would like to do that, like I said, golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. Otherwise, as always, I will catch you all in the short grass. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash Griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.